0: Um,
1: Hi, fantastic Mr. Fox.
0: How are we? All good?
1: I am brilliant. How are you?
0: I'm very excited to be here.
1: Good. You signed it.
0: I am. So, this is Ceasefire Babies week four, week five? Week four, or
1: five.
0: I don't know. I'm losing track. Um, what's our topic again?
1: Okay. So, I'm very excited because this is topic number two <laughs> of music <laughs> week.
0: <laughs> what sort of a sentence structure is
1: that? <laughs> Can you tell that i'm reading off the blackboard
0: yeah i'm very excited for topic number two of the music of the fourth week
1: for the podcast that we are doing here
0: tonight. called the babies of the ceasefire <laughs> right while well, we get into it are you ready
1: i'm so ready i really am i promise i'm ready to go <laughs>
0: Welcome back. Good to see you again.
1: Well, we heard them sing earlier on. Now we're going to hear them talk. Welcome live on GMTV, The Cores. How, How are you? Hello.
0: Thank you. Now, of
1: course, I know who you all are, but there's people at home don't know which one plays the drums. And well, we know you, Jim. You're, you're different. You're the, you're
0: the boy. So let's have the introductions.
1: <laughs> Sharon. Sharon, Byron. I knew that. Caroline. Caroline. Andrea.
0: Andrea. Which one is on the drums? me yeah that's right how did you get stuck on the drums is that a good job or a bad job well i think it's a great job for me i I think you do it with such panache you really do (laughs) oh you're you're well into that so you are wasn't it yeah eamon holmes
1: Had his balls drop there when he said the word panache
0: panache (laughs) Panache. which i
1: thought was a type of pastry uh
0: (laughs) no you're thinking of ganache which is like a chocolatey thing
1: oh trust you to know <laughs> what are you insinuating? <laughs> Listen.
0: <laughs> this, you did buy me an ILA Lawson cookbook for Christmas, so
1: I know and many times have you used it?
0: Uh once I made like this lemon drizzle elderflower thing. It was a disaster.
1: Lemon drizzle elderflower thing?
0: Yeah, it was like a it was like, like a pastry? No, like a cake. But oh. It didn't rise and then I tried to play it off cool telling um <laughs> I told my mum and all. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's like a tray bake. But, <laughs> but it wasn't. But anyway you hadn't yeah,
1: enough yeast.
0: You were meant to use like elderflower cordial, but I used a bottle of elderflower liqueur.
1: Yeah, elderflower cordial is so hard to find. No, was not. It is?
0: Well, if you can get a Nanoskelon.
1: Well, I've been I've been craving a Hugo.
0: Oh. Yes, good shout. Mm -hmm. So the Coors, how do you feel about them?
1: I have a lot to say. They were always very present growing up. Same. They were just always either on the radio or, you know, in your back garden, Um, you know, just fiddling about.
0: I loved them. I remember the first time I got a Coors CD was an illegal copy of it. When I was like, <gasps> I know, I was like eight. What
1: if Andrea's listening to this podcast, looking money off you? <laughs>
0: yeah, she's got enough money coming in from The Voice, RTA, so she'll be True. all right. Um, yeah, I got given like a burnt copy of it when I was in New York.
1: New York?
0: I know, I remember that really vividly. And um, go on, go on, it left me breathless. <laughs> Jim Core. Oh, what's... what a Think we talked about Jim Core in our first episode or our like test episode because Did
1: I remember I do remember talking about him, like, but I think we might have been drunk. I think that might have been a while ago. We talked about him,
0: the fever dream. Well, it all came to a head there at the end of December, start of January with them. so it's still fresh in our tongues. Jim Core, for those that don't know has Is a ball back. He's <laughs> completely lost the fucking plot. He's an anti-masker. Mm. Um he's putting out like hectic tweets telling people it's time to wake up, folks. Um he said masks are about <laughs> keeping the fear alive until the vaccine arrives.
1: Oh my god. Stop trying to give yourself a narrative. It's because he's not relevant anymore.
0: I know. And then he said um masks stop viruses in their tracks in the same way that underpants stop farts.
1: <laughs> Mate. I know he is a fart
0: he's a joke but um, the family are starting to sort of distance themselves I think Andrea was asked about him and she was like yeah well you know we're still a family but everyone has their own (sighs) opinions we don't agree with him I wonder
1: was he exiled then because I do know his his current address that I'll discuss (laughs) off air Um, somewhere
0: about Doc.
1: (laughs) no (laughs) he lives around the corner from me Matt
0: oh my god where does he live
1: I can't say I can't say he lives in Cairnburn
0: where
1: or Crawford's Burn, he lives in Crawford's Burn. <laughs> nice for some,
0: isn't it? As well, for so, some.
1: so I mean, there's bigger problems to have. He's but... given off about masks and farting, but he has a nice house beside Crawford's Burn In, <gasps>
0: oh, oh,
1: I've said too much.
0: I like it, but apparently, he's <laughs> always been like this. So, I was doing a wee bit of research on the cores because what else, do you what do else would
1: you be doing at four in the morning? Except <laughs>
0: on Wikipedia, Jim Core <laughs> is a controversial man, he always has been. So, he has previously made wild claims. In 2011, he I think he went on the Late Late Show on RTE. Mm-hmm. He said that um, the truth... ripped up t- a
1: picture of the Pope.
0: <laughs> that was on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> um, no, he said that nine eleven, the truth was being hidden away. It was an inside job. Um, he also said that swine flu... Well... <laughs> what? Mm,
1: mm-hmm. mm.
0: <laughs> People are like, oh, crazy conspiracy theories. I might agree with him on that one, to be fair. Um, yeah. He also said the swine flu was man-made. Why? A, a man people made are
1: so, people <laughs> well listen why isn't it woman made That's
0: hmm? <laughs> huh? the 2021 I'm realisation <laughs>
1: I'm back to hating Jim Corden I don't care what he said about nine eleven. he's a misogynist
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the course so much anyway anyway <laughs> what sort of week have you had we haven't really got speaking because I'm still out at this moonshine
1: bailing hoeing Riding, flyvin',
0: Hit the diff and pray.
1: <laughs> I've been... I haven't been busy at all this week. I've just been missing your voice. I've been trying to catch up on my soaps. Oh. But and to I no avail. That it, I saw a bit um, of
0: Emmerdale the other night and there was a woman holding someone hostage up at Tate Farm. That's where it all happens, isn't it?
1: That's where it all happens. Well, I'm that far behind in Coronation Street that fucking Deirdre's still cutting about the cobbles. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy! <laughs> Tracy! <laughs> um... I still haven't watched It's a Sin, which is a sin in itself. I Are you joking, mate? I've been so busy.
0: Doing Do clean fuck all by the sounds <laughs> of it.
1: I've been very, very busy Um, <laughs> trying to set up this uh, podcast.
0: Have you fuck? I've been doing everything for you.
1: Do you know what? That's actually true. I want to just say why we're live on air. Anyone, <laughs> that follows us, anyone that follows us on Instagram and sees all the we like, all the way fun, like, groovy things that are posted, like the wee videos and all the Instagram stories. It is all Matt. I can really, really take no, um, what's the word? I can take I can take no um, like, applause for that, because it's really, really all him. Thanks. It's like, you know, whenever you're like, Helping like your wee cousin or your wee niece and nephew cook. and you give them like a butter knife to cut an uh, cut an onion, and they're like, "I'm helping. I made this lasagna. Did you fuck?
0: No, <laughs> you're um, in my
1: way if anything."
0: Rebecca is the the brains of the operation, really. Some you choke. No, no,
1: no. You're the brains, and I'm the face.
0: Yeah, and what a face! And up. the body. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. We'd be fucked without you. It's it's a mutual effort. But we've been very busy this week. We've got merchandise apparently coming as well.
1: Apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> apparently.
1: Coming it might not be. Sure. It's, Run into pre See if it's there. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's,
0: it's done. And it kind of looks all right. But we've ordered samples. And mm. until we wear it ourselves. We're not going to inflict it on anyone else.
1: No. What if all of our fans have like a really high allergy to like polyester? <laughs> we can't sell. Oh, we can't sell any t-shirts.
0: I can't be friends with them. No It's my main food group <laughs> <laughs> well, We've had a busy week I've been doing Moonshine You've been doing I, I don't know Nothing
1: I've been, I've been watching Carnation Street
0: Right, fair, fair
1: um, I've been buying loads of fake tan because obviously the sunbeds are closed and in true naughty's fashion I've bought sunshimmer
0: No, you're I'm not being cheeky but you look so bad with fake tan on you because you don't know how to put it on, right?
1: Listen, yes I do
0: Your elbows and your hands <laughs>
1: Mad, that's a birthmark, you cheeky bitch. You look like a, ch- you know it.
0: Look like a Chernobyl victim.
1: <gasps> that's being edited out. I'm fuming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to the people of Chernobyl. It wasn't your fault.
1: Yes, and we all know that they do have Wi-Fi there and they're listening to this.
0: What, in the restricted zone?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what do you call that city? Priyat? Priyat? Something? It's
1: Chernobyl? Is the city? No,
0: no. There's like a city that was in... Like right beside the nuclear reactor. But you can now do because it's been so many years, it's now it's still nuclear, but it's like at a certain level where you can pop your head in for five minutes.
1: I did all my to know, But
0: no, there's now people doing like danger holiday tours where you can like go over to Ukraine and go in and visit the place. Oh I'm my not, god. I, I know.
1: Just go to fucking Majorca like the rest of and us.
0: Steve and see when I was in school, you know like that episode of Dairy Girls where they sent someone over for clean air?
1: Yeah. I remember
0: a boy I went to school with, his family took in people from Chernobyl.
1: Get away. I swear to
0: God. Maybe
1: And is that how is that how Fermanagh was created? I
0: know it's how we became nuclear.
1: Oh.
0: I love Fermanagh. Don't diss it. I'm actually Sorry. enjoying myself down here these days.
1: I know, but we all miss you. I've
0: turned into such a culture again.
1: You really have. I t- what do you have for breakfast, lunch and dinner? Spuds?
0: Wheatabicks, spuds
1: reet a and spuds. I really can't face. Some people put a banana or some fruit on their reet but you're just like chopping, finely chopping spuds.
0: I was saying to my aunt actually on the phone the other day, Um, someone was putting on like TikTok or something about putting whiskey in your porridge.
1: <gasps> oh, yes. Is that a thing? Oh, I don't know. It sounds a little whiskey. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I
0: hate you. No, sh- <laughs> I said, I don't you like, oh, yes, yes, yes. We stayed in a hotel. And I was like, where are our Premier Inn? She was like, absolutely not. We only said in four star or above. But apparently, in, in a nice hotel somewhere in England, and they had like little measures of whiskey to put on top of your porridge.
1: She's lying. No. She was in some back alley of the <laughs> Premier Inn.
0: So I've yet to try it because I'm a working man. I wouldn't like to go in under the. That entrance. sounds like
1: something you'd be all over, But Brooklyn. Doesn't
0: get you going on a cold morning? Mm hmm. But what we're getting distracted here, news,
1: I know we are podcast
0: on. news, Um, we are, today's Friday, we're recording a little bit late because we're disorganized,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: we're currently on the Jumble magazine.
1: Yes, very, very exciting, the day we uh, interview with everyone over there. Um, I, I nearly cried when I read it, That's so like, I felt really, really famous and really overwhelmed.
0: <laughs> and how do you get on every other day of your life?
1: I I feel I feel famous every day of the week, but today especially just really it all felt really humble. It was
0: lovely, but yeah, go over and ch- it's all links in our bio, all that stuff. The Jumble Mag, mm.
1: um, yep, give them a follow. They're really
0: cool. They're doing like really cool um, profiles on artists and creatives around Northern Ireland. So
1: and that's us. That's us. Apparently, doesn't that matter? Uh,
0: <laughs> it's it's very nice to be included. We've stuck our way mm. onto it. And um, they're cool. It was, it was in all the magazines at the time. <laughs> I miss Little Edie. I hope she makes a comeback. Uh,
1: what are we gonna do whenever COVID gets her? Where is she dead already?
0: Dead, yeah. Oh,
1: fuck right, sorry. Yeah. See, I, well, I haven't covered that in Coronation Street yet, so that's head behind at the times. I little am.
0: Edie and Big Edie. Do you ever look at your mother and think, "This is us in fifteen years' time"?
1: No, stop. <laughs> see, whenever lockdown struck, whenever lockdown one struck. M- just shy of a year ago everyone was saying that's who you used to I age. know you
0: lie in a bed you're big 80 though <laughs> I'm
1: be- oh 100% I'm big 80 lying and in bed just walking around bald but also wearing loads of mad head scarves yeah and why haven't you fed the cat feeding
0: raccoons and you're
1: and I'm lying, lying in, I'm bed. in bed eating off my tits on a brief and singing Darst Day songs <laughs> two
0: for tea <laughs>
1: two for I've two. Eaten,
0: like rice pudding out of the tin mm-hmm. <laughs> with your hands
1: with my hand, as a spoon, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, oh. yeah, we've had a lot of love this week. I think that's all our housekeeping. We're loving all the Instagram messages. Um, they
1: we really me are. It's so, it's so touching. I was
0: having a depressed moment this morning looking over Locker and um, the only Nina had sent us a message calling us both two icons. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just really stopped me from fucking myself into it. So, thanks for so that.
1: Oh, man. <laughs>
0: It's nice. It's nice. There's a lot of love.
1: Lots and lots of love. Yes. Thank you so much. Everyone. I'm only
0: joking. Um, we're having a good time down here. Just Rebecca's heartbroken without me. But I'll be-
1: I really, really I really don't know what to do with this. I'll himself. be back
0: soon. But in the meantime, we have crystal clear audio. We've got a fancy microphone. New setup.
1: microphones. Uh, mm-hmm. We're
0: getting to this.
1: We really, really the
0: are. Shop. Who knows what's next?
1: It's very professional, but and, but I still am lying here waiting for this sun shimmer to dry with my hair. It'll Rolish. never dry.
0: I and mean, when it does, if you spit in it, it'll fall off.
1: No, they've changed the ingredients. now. it's not that bad. Okay, I'll take your word. Because I remember before you would go into school and you would see all these girls being like, oh my God, she's 14 and has liver spots. <laughs> but it was just their fake tan because she she'd been walking from the bus stop into the school so gates like and it had rained a week. Bleeding
0: yet. terracotta down their white
1: mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah.
0: Oh uh, um does it still have the shimmer? I know the clues in the name but
1: now you can this isn't sponsored by the way, but you can get the bottle that's just that's just matte and that's not matte as in your name, it's mat matte with an A, with an A at the end. Like like paint. Right, right. Or you can get the shimmer.
0: And what are you wearing?
1: Which would be which would be good if if you were going to a disco if there were any fucking Here. open. No, I've just went for the for the professional mat.
0: Right, okay. Oh, myself.
1: Professional mat. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the stage. <laughs> right. Any fun news stories this week? I've been I've been busy, but I have noticed a few few incidents.
1: So it's actually been a pretty busy week. Um oh. The there have been. A record number of vaccines that have been dosed out all over Northern Ireland. Majority of them have been second doses. Um, the Side effects are very far and few between, which is amazing news. Um, but in the midst of all that, the um, company who owns Nutella has come out and put an end to it and said, this is how it's pronounced. OK, so uh, I hope are you sitting down? Uh,
0: give me a second.
1: We've all been pronouncing Nutella wrong, which apparently is a thing like over in America because they are different than us. Mm-hmm. Um, so while people are being vaccinated and people are dying left, right, and center, and people are jobless and people are homeless, the owners of Nutella have decided to come out and go, Remember us? This is how you say it. Remember us? Let's be relevant again. It's actually pronounced Nutella. And everyone on Twitter is like, Oh my God, I have trust issues. I've been to." I've through. always called it Nutella. That's... F- are you fucking serious? Nutella. It's Nutella.
0: Nutella. Nutella.
1: It's Nutella. Well,
0: you try saying it with the Ferman accent. It's Nutella.
1: Well, what do you call it? A hazelnut whip? What? Or, or a Brazil nut? What are you... Or nut- or a hazelnut? It's Nutella. It's not. It's Nutella. It's
0: Nutella. Not like television. Yeah, we're
1: saying the same nutella. thing. Nutella. You- are you saying Nutella? Nutella. 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 Yes, we're saying Why the same they thing. Why Nutella?
0: Like New Delhi, the Indian restaurant.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, right. Nutella.
1: And everyone on Twitter's going, "Oh my god, this is really like knock me for six or whatever they say in America." I've been lied to my whole life. Why am I? Ah, kidding? welcome to and the th-
0: club. Fuck up.
1: What a well, I know what a problem to have. See <sighs> over here, if you get caught pronouncing something differently than someone else, you'd get to be walking home and you're.
0: I just have a visual of you doing handstands. Right. I have stories for you that I've been looking at. They're more sort of celebrity focused.
1: Okay. Give it to me.
0: Rita Ora. I know. Next. That's right. Like, can we just cancel her, please? I've been saying that.
1: For no, for any reason. She's everywhere. She does every single advert on TV. And now she's in a fucking movie. I've been movie. saying
0: this for years. And then I remember she was like, date Night with McGregor and everything.
1: Oh, she puts me. She really does. In- like, it's so hard to be a feminist whenever she's cutting about my screen. Like,
0: she is the only person I know who is a worldwide superstar, but still...
1: And does no, fuck all.
0: <laughs> she's a worldwide superstar that is constantly on, like, the C-list. Or, like... Everyone yeah. knows her But she'll never break America She'll never be big here It's just She's constantly going uh, Rita Ora If you're listening You're not a friend of the show I'm sorry but,
1: No sorry um, The
0: only reason I'm Fuming with her at the minute Is because She has been acting Such a cunt by COVID She's Zipping all over the place
1: Oh she's all over and the place. I know remember show.
0: She got given a £10,000 fine And everything For having a party I
1: know She is literally From Paris to Berlin And every disco She can't well, get in Well she has
0: decided To rebrand herself and oh. I don't know how she's gone about it because it sounds impossible to me. But she has wiped every photo off her Instagram from day dot and mm. uploaded just two new photos. And one of them's like the cover of her new EP. Not that I'll be listening.
1: Not even an album. An
0: <laughs> Self funded. <laughs> but she's currently in Australia now, so God knows what that's about.
1: I thought they closed their uh, borders. I don't know, she
0: slipped them. Couple of grand, and
1: she got, she got a job working for the filming crew of nothing to declare and get in on the slide. I don't
0: know what she's at. She has been border hopping all over the place, very unapologetic about it all. She's just like, Yeah, whatever, I'll pay the fine.
1: But she is a celebrity, so she's gonna get away she, with it. She's, life. I don't
0: know, but imagine wiping your whole Instagram. I'd love to do that.
1: Oh no, yeah, I my likes are very uh, few and far between. I'd so... love to
0: wipe my Facebook. From like two thousand eight.
1: No, I wouldn't, because there are some photos on there that just make me. Every time I think about cutting in a fringe again, I'm like. "Mm,
0: (laughs) Reality check.
1: Never mind. No,
0: so she's completely wiped it. Um, she thinks she can start fresh. She's everyone's going to forget about her. How bad she's been with the old COVID regulation.
1: I've already forgotten about her from this conversation started. That's how much I know.
0: I'm. I'm still.
1: what was her name?
0: <laughs> I'm still holding it against her. I'm not happy. And like as much as you want, delete all your Instagram. In the words of Jim Core, you're forgiven, not <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> She's not even forgiven, fucker. No I know. um any other news?
1: Um Christopher Plummer died from the dad from the Sound of Music who um Who famously on screen on on the movie The Sound of Music ripped up a swastika flag, which was fucking groundbreaking. Right. And he died at the age of 91. Now, saying that, he looked 191, but it's still very gorgeous.
0: Good long life,
1: though. Oh, good long life. Speaking of Captain
0: Tom, he's gone.
1: He's passed away at the age of 100. Would you like to live to 100? No, fuck. I mean,. Do you reckon whenever we're a hundred, they'll still be wanting to claim, like to get money off us for the NHS instead of just putting money into the sales? See, that's what annoys me
0: so much. I do understand that Cap and Tom, fair him, um, he raised thirty-three mm-hmm. million or something by walking around.
1: Something like and that. Yeah. I can understand yeah. why
0: ever made such a song and dance, but at the same time, it's deflecting from the fact that why
1: it shouldn't. He shouldn't need need a the NHS.
0: Isn't a charity. Like why?
1: That's why the point for it? it. Yeah.
0: I just. I don't exactly,
1: understand. And my garden is not big enough <laughs> I'd have to walk somebody else's
0: garden
1: I well, <laughs> I'd have to go up to the gym course, but... <laughs> Can I walk around the ground to uh, Crawford's Burn here So I'll be two well, seconds
0: God love Captain Tom And I think to be fair in the last year or two What a way to go out Oh high, brilliantly But I do mm-hmm. think behind the scenes A little bit of I don't know government Manipulation
1: yeah, Propaganda just kind
0: of. Deflecting from the fact that he was doing a job he should have never had to do, but fair play yeah. to
1: do him. And they were f- they were focusing on so much that he was a veteran and everything, and they well, he always the love saying, you know, "Oh, we, we love we love our veteran." Of course, yeah, he, he was a captain and we fought for blah blah blah, blah. Um, and at the age of a hundred, instead of being able to sit down with his pension that let's be honest probably wasn't that yeah. much, was having to walk the length and breadth of his garden for like I don't know how many days. To raise money hey, man, I... for, for a charity that isn't a charity.
0: Did you go out and clap for them on Wednesday at six o'clock? Neither no. did I. To be fair, i only got announced that I looked at my phone at like three o'clock in the afternoon. They're like, everyone has to go out and clap. I was like, I'll tell you what
1: it... Nobody in our, nobody no. in our street did. But see, whenever they were doing the, I had the dinner on thing on, the, on a Thursday, nobody... There was about... People in the street that were clapping, and I'll be honest, one of them was Mama clapping and cheering, going, We now we live in a cul de sac, right? So it's not as if the claps were going to be you know heard throughout the land. And she would always <laughs> well, think it was more of like go, she would always come in from her clap and go, She's a nurse, well, list list. Was... she wasn't. <laughs> well, was that not the point?
0: The clap was for them,
1: oh, yeah. You know. But she would always have been like, Oh, she didn't come out. Like... She didn't come my clapping, you know, point calling everyone out. And I'd be like, well, she isn't there, so she's probably in work. <laughs>
0: That's
1: why she's not at her front you're door You're clapping door. for Yay! clean fuck all. Send
0: her a voice out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Bro, yes. Folks. I have more news for you, actually. Wait. Wait. Uh, I'm
1: just very I know. excited. Um,
0: little Mo is back.
1: Oh, Little, little Mo, Mo from
0: EastEnders, you're saying you're missing her. What's happened? Uh, Casey Ensworth is... She's gone back to Acton after about 14 years. Um, there's right. something to do. I don't know. Her child wasn't well or something. She took a break. But she's back uh-huh. and she's on that show. Or she's currently filming The Majorca Files. Have you seen it?
1: Have we seen The X-Files? What's The, the Majorca, Majorca Files? Files? It's
0: like a detective show on BBC. Apparently, they're doing their Ooh. second series. I haven't seen any of it. I know nothing of it. But... <laughs> Little Mo's back. Uh, she was meant to start earlier, but she got COVID in December. I know.
1: <gasps> in the show, in real, in real life. life.
0: I know, oh, no. and she had put out a tweet saying how good she was, and she'd stuck to all the restrictions. The only
1: they're not live phones in hospital, so I wonder how she's. I know able she to do said, that.
0: Well, I don't think she made it hospital, but she said the only people that she's seen is her dogs and her sheep and her family. The <laughs> And now she's got COVID. But oh. you should see what she looks like these days. Her hair is like short blonde. She looks nothing like the little moo I used to.
1: Have. Aye, because she oh, didn't she have a bit of a nose. Yes, cat?
0: and she was
1: a shaggy mullet. Do you a remember, salad?
0: she, oh, what a storyline. When you mm. like gravy, don't you moo? <laughs> that was like one of the first times when I was terrified, one of the first times when I was a child that I saw domestic abuse on screen at like
1: mm.
0: pre-Watershed. Yeah, at 7 was,
1: o'clock? Yeah. I yeah. was
0: like mortified watching him. And then when she f- fucked him over the head with the iron.
1: Clobbered him with that iron. She
0: turned oh, me oh, into an it? absolute murderino at the age of like 8.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Without even knowing what that was. I obsessed with her. I was like... But
0: yeah, so she's back. She's back. I'll be sure to check it out hopefully. The Miorca Files. Mm.
1: Well, that's good. I'm, I wonder if I'm they're based in New I Well, <laughs> I'd say so. With a name like that.
0: And a body like that, she's going to be...
1: <laughs> and legs like that. a Victoria's <laughs> Secret
0: supermodel. What else has uh, happened? Marlon Manson, are we even going to do this? I don't know.
1: I wouldn't even waste the minutes that we have on this phone call, because my pips are going to go for We're a start. Speaking of, we'll um, put the number in. We are... Um, he, he might come up later, well, not literally. I hope we'll be we touching on um, it
0: a wee bit later. It's just I'm yeah. in no way surprised. I'm just annoyed about it all. Fair play,
1: to yeah. The, it's the frustrating. Everyone that's everyone that's um came out and said, you know, this is what's happened, and this is his name, and I'm not gonna be afraid anymore to not name my abuser is just brilliant. And still, there are virgins on the internet going, that didn't help. Cool,
0: whatever. Uh, Dita Von Teese. There was a lot of like hype yesterday, being like she comes to his defense. And you're like she didn't. She just clarified that she didn't personally experience it, but she was upset for those that did. Yeah. The reason she left. It yeah, and the reason it. she left him was more down to infidelity and drug abuse. And you're like, well, those two mm-hmm. things are probably a bit of a trigger sign for his personality trait, anyway. So you're in no way denying exactly. that she was, yeah the one yeah, she's classy 100%. as ever I love,
1: I love mm, that woman mm-hmm. the um, the porcelain skin
0: is it her own? do you think she bleaches? yeah
1: her skin? I don't know I would never ask
0: <laughs> for all the dinner <laughs> parties she'd be uh, together
1: I know I know I don't like to I make a scene uh,
0: <laughs> right so music part two well, are we done with the news? are we done?
1: yes Yes, that's an hour and a half of news. We're ready to go into the main part right, I'm delighted. Now. So, tell me this. Yep. Was it a very musical household growing up in Irvinestown, Anna Skellan? What, think... <laughs> um, what was on? What was on the radio?
0: You're not interviewing Shania Quinn. It's me. I'm not from Irvinestown. Same thing. Well,
1: you're I... the lady of my lake.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, we were. We're very, very musical household. Still are. Yeah. Both my Obviously, you know, both my brothers are level whatever guitarists. They're very, very good at it. Um,
1: oh, level whatever?
0: Level mm. whatever. I never really <clears throat> got into it. I did the violin for a bit, mm. which I plan to go back to any day now.
1: But you were a hard man on the
0: resin. I was a hard man on the resin, according <laughs> to my mother. <laughs> um, yeah, we were super musical house. So my dad was absent most of the time but yeah. he was <laughs> uh, there was a lot of Papa like, was a
1: Rolling Stone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Daddy left home when I was three but he didn't leave much for mom and me. Just an old guitar. <laughs> um yeah there was a lot of like Christy Mur, I think Roy Gallagher some mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. But and then the Cores, I remember the Cores CDs. But I also remember like my mum even God lover to this day. She wouldn't <laughs> She wouldn't be like mad about music. She's right, sitting along with the rest of them, but I don't think she's really into anyone. I don't know, maybe she'll listen to this and correct me and be like, oh, these are my favourites. But...
1: <laughs> you know I love the At <laughs> <laughs> But
0: I remember there being like real standout CDs and like we had a CD collection of like twenty CDs in the house when I was like six or seven. And the ones that I think really shaped me. Mm-hmm. That I can remember vividly, where Shania Twain, come on over, man, I feel like a woman.
1: Great song, great album.
0: Great album. And Share Believe, I remember the day she got Share Believe. Oh, and we were in my granny's house, and I put it on track number eight Text, taxi, taxi. <laughs> give me a ride. And I'm must... one of
1: the best songs ever made. So
0: that was when 98, 99. I was,
1: Carolyn, if you're listening,
0: <laughs> I wasn't even 10 yet, and that's what I was dancing about too. So no one can be in any way surprised with Listen what happened. In the
1: words of Boyzone, is it any wonder?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was my musical upbringing. What was playing in your house?
1: Oh, God. Now, in my house, it was, um, it was all very, it was melodic rock. It was glam rock. You know, it was Motley oh, crew. That's you know, our Simone. That's our Simone. But so three days or four days before I was born, the Smashing Pumpkins' biggest album, Siamese Dream, came out. So from I was born, that's, I sort of grew up listening to the Smashing Pumpkins. And still to this day, they're one of my favorite bands ever. Um. But it was always the glam. What's
0: that, what's that Homer Simpson quote? Smashing
1: bumpkins. Homer Simpson smiling politely. Yes. So good. Brilliant. See, that's a nice clean joke. Nobody gets offended. That's my kind of humor. Yeah, um, no. And so I sort of grew up listening to that kind of music, that kind of genre. Like, But the funny thing is, so that's obviously like her music and what she loves and what she knows and you know it's her bread and butter. But whenever um whenever Usher came out um oh. he's not gay. Whenever he came out like in the in the charts, my mum went and bought You Make Me Wanna on Casingle. What? um and and played it to the death.
0: Oh stop it.
1: I swear to God Someone who is yourself for someone who is so um you know one-sided and so like i only listened to melodic rock and glam rock and you know
0: she must have had a wee notion
1: i think she did but have you seen did you see usher in the 90s
0: yeah oh my makes me wanna (laughs) (laughs) oh no do you remember um what sort of music did you get into so
1: I was very obviously very heavily influenced in getting into rock music, and there was no there was no way about it. My mum was like, "No, nah, that dance crap. You're not going to school discos." Not that I was invited anyway, um. But so I was I was very into that kind of music. You know, I love Matchbox Twenty and the Smashing Pumpkins. I don't know I'm going to get slated for this, but
0: I love a bit of Matchbox Twenty.
1: My favorite band ever is Hanson.
0: I know that. and you stalked them across the north of England on their tour, didn't you? You took like a payday loan.
1: I took out a payday loan, right. (laughs) So, and I'm not condoning this at all because the bailiffs are actually coming to the front door right now. Um, No, a a couple of years ago, I took out a payday loan so I could go and see Hanson. But that's only because, as we know, people don't really come here to Ireland.
0: You'd do anything to be different.
1: Hanson came here once and it was March 2005. Right. We went down to Dublin to see them. It was a great day out. We got the train, um, but I travelled all over England to see them. So we started off in Glasgow and followed them all the way down at like hitting like four different spots until we got to Manchester, um, and met them and all, and it was great. And they were like, "Stop following us! It's not funny anymore." And I was like, oh, la, la, not listening." <laughs> <laughs>
0: They Uh-oh. were they
1: were really really nice whenever I met them, but they've been they've been in the news recently.
0: What for? Are they? What are they?
1: They're brothers. They look like
0: <laughs> I know, but they kind of look. So I've I know bits and pieces from being with you. are they like? First of all, they're like holy Joe kind of Mormons, but also
1: they're not Mormons. They're what? evangelical Christians. There's a difference. I sent right. you a memo.
0: They look like they come straight out of Jonestown.
1: Oh. Well, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be standing there. <laughs>
0: drink the Kool Aid. Don't drink the Kool Aid.
1: They um. So Zach, who's my favorite, he's the drummer, he's the wee one. He has been in the news recently because somebody found his Pinterest, and it was all like very gun-toting. You know, cisgender. I'm a white male American, and I'm married to a woman, and de blah.
0: And rightly so.
1: And it was very, very <laughs> troubling. And then an article Obviously. was posted on Vice by one of Hanson's um, fans. Who, I think I
0: remember you shared this, but obviously I didn't read it.
1: Of course you didn't. Um, well, that's okay, because I have it here printed out in front of me, and if you'll give me 20 minutes. I'm not a Fanson. No, you're not a Fanson? No. It's quite hard to be a Fanson in the current climate. Like, obviously growing up, and I didn't know better, it was just like, yeah, I love them, and they're all gorgeous, and they might be girls, but we'll figure that out later, Rebecca.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, Penny uh, and me we, was a bop.
1: <laughs> They've, they've, yeah, they've recently came under fire because of their beliefs and that, you know, some of their fans don't really agree with their views. But then the majority of their fans actually do because they're in the same, you know, same kettle of fish. Um, right. And there's various uh, Hanson Facebook groups that I am a part of. There's various Hanson Facebook groups that I've been kicked out of for speaking my mind and Hello? basically being queer. I've been Just- kicked out of. Hanson fan groups. I'm not even joking. And that's your
0: cross to bear.
1: And that is my cross to bear. You're such um, a keyboard
0: warrior sometimes.
1: No, I'm not. This is the thing. She was getting in my wick.
0: <laughs> my very last nerve.
1: There was a woman who was getting a divorce because right. her husband wouldn't let her spend any of their money on Hanson tickets. <laughs> and I was on her side for the most part. But then... Things were said and I ended up getting kicked out of like three Hanson Facebook groups. So okay. the one that I'm in now, I don't really comment and I just like to, people post things and I just sort of look at it and go, God, these are proper holy rollers like.
0: <laughs> well, it's best just to keep your nose down, isn't it? Isn't it? So was Hanson <clears throat> one of the first CDs you bought or...
1: Handsome was one of the first CDs that I had bought for me, you know, getting into music and getting my own kind of style.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and that was uh May or June of nineteen ninety-seven. Right. Of the which was their first album, which was released in America on May the sixth, nineteen ninety seven, which is Jesus. which is um an official holiday in the state of uh Oklahoma.
0: Is this a Wikipedia entry or what's going on here?
1: No, I swear to God. So I used to celebrate Hanson Day. Probably the only person in the in Europe that, that did. Um, but May the 6th every year is, is National Hanson Day. and Or not national because it's only one state. International oh. Hanson Day.
0: <laughs> Even better. What are we doing I, this year I, for
1: it? I take it off work at all.
0: <laughs> here. To be fair, I had to get sent home from my shift in Harry Carey one day because, um, it was the day that Britney Spears got stretchered out of her house. Oh. And I think I was in tech or something, and whatever way it worked, I could do, the odd day shift.
1: With the Harry Carries.
0: With the Harry Carries, and I was inconsolable because yeah. it was on like Radio One News at ten in the morning. I didn't go home. I was hysterical.
1: Well, I say that I took the day off school whenever Heath Ledger died.
0: Oh. Mhm. You know and one
1: well? of, one of his funeral songs was actually a Smashing and pumpkin song. So there you go.
0: There you go. Everything comes full circle.
1: Oh, it certainly does.
0: Well, you no know, my first CDs when I started to develop my own musical taste, which is still ongoing. Um always. Always. Um I remember my first albums, I pressured I had to like get my parents and grandparents mm-hmm. to buy me CDs before I had my own pocket money.
1: Funds. Mm-hmm.
0: So the first couple of CDs I remember owning were S Club 7 Natural. Of course. And I was obsessed with Rachel Stevens. I think even back then I knew what she was going to come on to become. <laughs> singing Nothing. In, <laughs> singing, <laughs> singing in, in a Club. on a yeah. Wednesday. Um, and then the other one, the big one, Oops I Did It Again by Britney Spears, the sophomore album. Oh now, is God.
1: that the album where in the cover she's like walking through like a brown beads? Door.
0: Yeah, that album mm-hmm. changed my life. And I wanted
1: us to get beads for the house.
0: Oh no, they're still you time. Said no, I might get them yet, but I want them brown, like plastic nineteen seventies ones.
1: Yeah, the ones that you always catch your hair in.
0: Yeah, so when you're
1: walking through them.
0: I got that album, and it was I think my granny gave me it. I was obsessed with it. and it's the first time. When was that? Like ninety. 2000, it 99? came out. No, 91 was her first. 99 was her 91, first. Help.
1: 91.
0: came out 1991. I wasn't kicking it. Um, I was just about. <laughs> 99 was baby one more time and then 2000 was Oopside It Again. Oopside It course. Again. And then I used to take out this massive camcorder that you used to load a full-size VHS, VHS tape into. <laughs> into the side of it to record onto it. I mean... This thing is like something the BBC would have used. It was
1: (laughs) In the 80s. Oh God, what did you do?
0: I set it up to record myself dancing to Stronger by Britney Spears.
1: (gasps) Complete with chair?
0: Uh, Yep, at the age of 10. Mm -hmm. And no one knows I ever did this. None of my family know no one.
1: Well, they're going to know now.
0: Someone dig out that
1: tape. (laughs) And I was going to say, Carmel, load up the overhead projector. And
0: I remember watching it back when I was 10 and looking at it and thinking, oh my God. No,
1: I, I'm really going to make it. No,
0: I remember it was the first time in my life I thought, God, you're carrying a bit of weight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matthew, 10,
0: that's, that's so um, troubling. I know, I had a wee bit of uh, puppy loving going on there. <laughs> the
1: chair did break though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I did that and I also did. Christina Milian AM to PM, I also made a music video for that.
1: Oh, well, I thought you were going to say you, did a, you were dancing to Dip It Low. That would have been really, no, really questionable. But
0: I didn't think I did the full. Well, no, AMT AM <laughs> got a European release and Dip It Low was her debut American. So that was her second album. True. But I remember whatever creative direction I had going on for this music video shoot, I did the full. <laughs> somebody hit the lights and I did. <laughs> And before you asked, you go- did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was really into, obviously, like, I had my Britney album. I had my Spice Girls, Live in Istanbul, VHS tape. Love that. Rewind it to death. And then the first album, I remember getting loads of cassettes in Woolworths. Because the, in the reduced spin, when well, they were always, like, 50p. Mm-hmm.
1: So there was Which, mi- t- in today's money, is oh, like £15. It's a bit of fiver.
0: <laughs> but I remember... So many tapes I was getting. There were CD single tapes. Many copies of like Texas Inner Smile for like 20p. Mm-hmm. I thought I got a bargain and I did. And then the first CD I remember buying or like out of my own money or it was a Kindle's yeah. page for like you get pocket money. And it was my Easter money and I got Hearsay's Says Album.
1: Oh, and beautiful! I
0: had been brainwashed for about eight weeks on ITV with pop stars. I was obsessed. I had to have the album.
1: Hearsay were so good. I remember that two songs that they had were brilliant. Oh my god,
0: they have more than two. I remember, <laughs> I remember being in Woolworths with my granny and like staring longingly at the cassette tape.
1: Of <laughs> at myling classes, I fit.
0: <laughs> at Pure and Simple, the week it came out, the single, and begging her to get me the cassette, and she did. God rest her soul. And wow. I had home, and I was obsessed. And then a couple of weeks later, I got the CD, and I remember being at my babysitter's house with the CD, and I thought it was everything. And it had all, so it had Pure and Simple, which people all don't, the hits, all the hits, Pure and Simple. People don't know it was actually a cover song by Girl Thing. Girl Thing had released it first in like the Netherlands. And they
1: Is that where they're from?
0: No, they're an English-Dutch girl band and they broke up, but they came back oh, for that ITV English,
1: show.
0: English-Dutch? I know, I know. Anglo-Saxon? No, <laughs> it's Saxon, not Denmark.
1: They're an Anglo-Saxon girl <laughs> band.
0: <laughs> but it, for anyone that does know, girl thing, were a short-lived experiment between the two nations. And there was only one person out of them that's famous, Jodie, what's her name? And now she's married to Kane Egan out of Westlife.
1: Oh, oh! What was her
0: name? It was a Jodie. I gave you half of it.
1: No, I can't. Yeah, well, her surname's obviously his now. If well, she's,
0: they all got, if she's a good woman, <laughs> they all went back for that uh, getting the band back together. Shite on ITV too.
1: Oh, um, pop star, the opera singer, pop that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, something like that. But they got back anyway. Pure and simple was a cover of a girl thing song, but I remember listening to the album and. Basically, they had like three original songs and the rest were all cover songs. It got slated. But to me, it was it was all new music and it was groundbreaking. And they finished the album with the cover of Simon Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water.
1: That's right. And
0: I was convinced that it was an original track. I thought it was a heart. Oh, my
1: God. No, you weren't.
0: I was. I was like, this is everything.
1: This is a beautiful song.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I was. What age was I? I don't know. But I was
1: about 10 or 11.
0: Old enough to know better, basically,
1: mm-hmm. but too young to care.
0: I know. So, I've done a wee bit of I took the liberty just for you, and I'm sure you know all this, but I went through all the um, members of hearsay and to find out what they're at these days,
1: like I did with all um, oh, 15 members of S Club Juniors last week
0: or Blazing Squad S Club Juniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I blanked that out of my memory to be honest.
1: Okay, well, their names are
0: <laughs> so Danny. I think he was the bald one.
1: He was the bald one. And he's,
0: he's a little bit swarthy, a bit sexy on it.
1: I don't think you can say swarthy anymore.
0: Can you not? <laughs> it's a new word to me.
1: Somebody write in this.
0: <laughs> Please don't answer well, me.
1: Edit that out a wee bit.
0: No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Olive Every skinned day's a learning day. olive anyway, skinned. He was beautiful. He was ethnic. I I don't he mightn't have even been. He had great eyebrows. But anyway, he's currently, he auditioned for The Voice in 2013 and nobody turned around for him.
1: <gasps> You're a liar. I'm
0: not. And now he's out touring doing soul and gospel and town kind of music with his own band.
1: Oh, gorgeous.
0: Uh, Suzanne Shaw, he was my favourite, the wee blonde one. She's, she's everything. She was
1: gorgeous, yeah. She's
0: done a lot of West End. She's done Chicago. She's done the Vagina Monologues. Um, she won Dancing on Ice in 2008. And should we guest stint on Emmerdale?
1: Yes, I was gonna say she was in a soap. Was
0: she and now she apparently continues to write for other artists under an alias? But that's what they all say. <gasps>
1: it's see. <Sia. laughs> oh my god, it's, I can't believe we've cracked
0: it. <laughs> we've cracked the code. Uh Noel Fielder isn't no, not Noel Fielder <laughs> <laughs> I know his surname. No,
1: his surname's hearsay.
0: The wee Welsh boy.
1: They were all Welsh, were they uh, not?
0: No, they were all over. Um, <laughs> he's in. He did Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, right. and then he was in the Russell T Davies show, Years and Years, that me and you watched. And he, he was. And he was the one who had sex with a robot. Wait,
1: was that not a Black Mirror episode?
0: No, that was Years and Years.
1: Oh. That's right, his home helper.
0: Yeah, and he was going, yeah.
1: And he was like, oh yeah, that's good for other things as well. Everyone was like, get the fuck away from me, Noel.
0: She pulled out, <laughs> Noel. She, Noel. <laughs> she pulled out like a blowjob attachment him.
1: Aye, and was like, Can, where's your plug to like hurt my hair?
0: <laughs> and then, so we'll go quickly on the other three members of Hearsay, because yes, there is three. Um, we have... Miling Class, who mm-hmm. ever knows. She's a busy woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If she's not doing this, she's doing that. Kim Marsh, who I think really needs to go back to solo music after her. Kim
1: Marsh's song Cry has gotten me through some really dark times. I would like to say that I And every time we would have a drink, we'd always tweet her being like, Where's your next album? Remember she has, she... she has me blocked on did, Twitter.
0: Did she reply to us on Instagram one night?
1: No, she just liked something that's not the same.
0: Uh, Well, you got a reaction. She's laughing
1: now. Kim, wearing a magazine.
0: Is she still in eh? (laughs) Corrie?
1: No, I think she left. Oh, to do what? To to hopefully get the pen, the paper, and write some more tunes.
0: I'm not even joking. See her debut album; it was fucking everything. And see, in hindsight, imagine getting kicked out of a band because you're children.
1: I know that wouldn't fly today. It's
0: wild. But it brings me on to the next point. Her replacement was a man called Johnny Shantel. Do you remember this? No. They tried to put out a second album, but I think they only got as far as...
1: Johnny Shantel? Johnny
0: Shantel.
1: He sounds like a character from Fiddler on the Roof.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So they tried to put out a second album, I think, and they had Uh, like one lead single and he was Kim Marshall's replacement. Um, And
1: did anybody catch on?
0: (laughs) No, I just had a clip on Fringe. Uh, <laughs> there's been no updates from him. He was on a couple's celebrity edition of The Week of Slime. Come
1: down with <laughs>
0: <laughs> But in other hearsay news, so that's all their backstory and what they're up to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As of November 2020, so just a minute ago. A
1: uh-huh. minute ago, yeah.
0: Apparently there have been talks since September mm. of them getting back together. <gasps> oh. Because... And for a tour this year it's all been no way. Kim Marsh has hinted about it. Mylene Glass says she might be taking part. She might, and She's trying to do Victoria Beckham about it all. But
1: our tweets worked? Oh my god. But
0: this year marks their 20th anniversary since Pure and Simple.
1: Stop it. Oh I've never felt older.
0: see' I feel sick to the stomach. So.
1: Well there, you heard it here first folks. 2021 is the year. Is the moment.
0: Believe the hearsay it might be happening.
1: <laughs> but How if, long have you been waiting to say that?
0: It just came on to me
1: About an hour and a half Yeah.
0: So what were your first CDs or your first music memories?
1: So my first CD that I bought with my own money was um, the second album by post-hardcore Screamo band from first to last what? who weren't that big at all over here in America they were quite big um, and then it would have been The Black Parade um, by My Chemical Romance Fire. which was released in October 2006. See if we
0: hadn't known each other when we were like 13, we would have hated each other.
1: We hate each other now, yeah.
0: Shh, don't tell people. Oh, sorry. I know.
1: No. <laughs> You're so right. We're like chalk um,
0: and
1: cheese. <laughs> chalk and cheese. Um, Olive and water. <laughs> yeah. I know her. Yeah, so my first album would have been would have been one of those two. They came out, I think, around the same year, two thousand five, two thousand six, and so I bought myself like a hard copy of um the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. But then was gifted this limited edition um copy of the album, which was in this like rectangular black velvet box. Oh, it was embellished. It said she the Black Parade. She wore black it. velvet. Uh huh. And then you opened it up, and there was a gorgeous um music and lyrics book with um, about six or seven sheets of like this beautiful artwork that was really detailed and like went with the album and this picture is about this song and blah, 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 blah. Um, and thank God that that album came out before I was 18 because I would have been covered oh, yeah, that album artwork all over my back.
0: <laughs> Imagine what you'd look like now.
1: Oh my God. So instead... Whenever I turned 17, I went and got a My Chemical Romance tattoo anyway. Where? Um,
0: Have I seen it?
1: (laughs) Only a select few have. No, it's on the top of my back. It says, thank you for the venom in French.
0: Oh, well, that's okay if it's in French. (laughs) It's classy.
1: It is. It's very classy. Mm
0: -hmm. What was your first concert?
1: My first concert was Steps into Christmas. Stop it. Steps into Christmas, which was in the Odyssey. I think that might have actually been the first time I was in the Odyssey as well. It was one of the very first shows to ever be held in the in the newly erected building that was oh. going to be life-changing and revolutionary. And what do they have in it now? A
0: building site. Fucking,
1: <laughs> it's a building site with end the machine in the middle of it. They're very upsetting, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Um but we were we were sitting at, so far back in the arena that we may as well have stayed in the house. <laughs> <laughs> You're up that end of
0: town, anyway.
1: And I think it's because I was like, because I was so young. It was like, um, am I smaller just as my like object, like perspective of? But because the Odyssey isn't really that big, but it just seemed as though we were so so far away. Could have been anybody on that stage. Could have been here, say, and I'd have still been singing step songs.
0: Well, my first concert was also in the Odyssey, now officially known as the SSE, and it was.
1: Oh yes, sorry, show my age.
0: Hold Your Mic, sit down. My first show that my mum brought me to because she knew I was obsessed was the Fame Academy tour.
1: <gasps>
0: the year that, uh, not the Alex Park year, the Sinead Quinn, Irvin Stein from Mana a Year.
1: Of course.
0: And that show was everything to me. It could have been, there could have been 500 people there. There could have been 5,000. I don't know. There could
1: have been 100 people in that room. <laughs> and 99 People wouldn't have been Sinead Quinn.
0: I was obsessed. It was one of the best things ever. I still remember so badly. Like, and it was so special. i never said this to my mum, if you're listening, I'm high. But I remember it being like a really special day out for us. Because I was only like 10 or But we came up from Meniscal in the Belfast and then drove back down that evening. We were...
1: She just could have given her a lift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I just remember like my mum went out of her way to get that ticket just for me and took me on my own without like my brothers or my dad or whatever it was very
1: oh did they not want to go see Fame Academy live no <laughs> shocking they weren't
0: invited it was my birthday present I remember that oh was it yeah so it was like a wee treat
1: that's so cute
0: but yeah sure
1: oh Sinead again if you're listening do you think we'll ever go on an episode where we don't mention Sinead Quinn
0: friend of the show
1: Friend of the show,
0: come back to us, Sinead. We've been vigorously tagging you.
1: We've been very lonesome without you.
0: I know. her album is not on. Um, it's not on Spotify.
1: Well, we're famous now, so we can ring people and get that sorted.
0: It's on one of them.
1: Did I? I've completely forgot to mention this to you, but Samantha Bumba and I had a had a bit of back and forth on Twitter a while ago because I was um, searching on Spotify for some Samantha Mumba tunes, obviously. Yeah. Um, And this like, error window came up and said, this music is not available in your region. And me being the fucking Republican that I am, was like, what do you mean she's from down the road? I
0: know. I do remember <laughs> and this. Tweeted,
1: and tweeted her and like, Added Spotify in it and was like, apparently Samantha Mumba's music isn't available in my region. Um, whose side are you on? Spotify. <laughs> She's from fucking Tala. She's from two and a half hours away. And she tweeted back being like, Oh, that's really confusing. No idea why it wouldn't be available in now, that area.
0: And that in no way surprised me because no harm to Samantha Mumba, but she has a notion what's happening with her music career.
1: And then two minutes later, I hit refresh and it was fixed. So there you go. You're welcome. The
0: power of the internet. No, because see her debut album. It had that many issues and international releases. Got to tell you. So
1: many international releases. And yet I can't even listen to it in fucking East Belfast. And then it
0: had like three different album arts for each region. It's like, it's iconic in itself. And then she released one called Samantha with The Collection, which is basically her first album. Yeah. I'm right here, stuck on the end of it. I could, I could talk for hours.
1: We have done already. I could <laughs> we'll anyway, talk for hours.
0: So Samantha Mumba's coming on the show any week now, hopefully.
1: I'm so excited.
0: She's already shared us on Instagram, so how long will it take to pressure her into it?
1: I don't know. How long's a piece of string? She can't
0: be that busy. I know she's on LA time, but...
1: Don't say that. What if she's listening, Samantha? Sammy, we know you're really, really busy, but we would really appreciate it if you could. Right enough. She- um, we'll all we'll all do the um, the two weeks isolation, and we can meet up. And you just can all you just can come round here even, and we'll have a wee drink.
0: Yeah, she's two new singles out anyway.
1: <laughs> Don't be <laughs> sounding too excited.
0: We can just do it over the phone. No, no. Oh, okay. Well, get in touch. This is a public service announcement to both. Um,
1: Chinad Quinn, and Samantha, Quinn Mumba.
0: Samantha Mumba, um, Johnny Chantel from here
1: Johnny Chantel from here And Jim
0: Corr. come on down from Craft,
1: and Jim Corr. come on down, we'll crush a cup of wine. So, yeah, <clears throat> <clears throat> let's get things put to bed here.
0: <laughs> In what way?
1: So, last week, yeah, we'll all remember. Seems like it was only a week ago. Um, <laughs> we were tasked with doing a six degrees of separation. Anxiety. Maths went on for most of the week, it seemed. Um, <laughs> and then because I only had about three and a half seconds to do mine, I thought mine was really good. We haven't got any negative feedback. I've got some negative feedback you were from Mr. T- Matt
0: Fox. You were trying to do long division.
1: No, 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 no. That was my um, first, that was the rough copy. Right. And then the second one, we had um, our Attack.
0: You were talking about Neil Buchanan?
1: Yeah, and what?
0: Right, continue.
1: So I just want to say that I have done a six degrees of separation that hopefully will be okay for Mr. Fox. I think it's great.
0: Okay, so you're going to re- redo it?
1: I'm going to read, no, I'm not going to do the same thing again. Oh, I've done wish. a new one. <laughs> what a pity. So, those who will know, the avid listeners will remember that last week when starting it, out, I, I said that the word music is a Greek word <laughs> and that Greece has alarmingly only won Eurovision once. Yeah. Um, Matt, do you know who has won Eurovision the most? Ireland. Ireland has won a uh, seven times.
0: No flies on me.
1: Four of those years were consecutive. Yeah. And the UK has only won five times. So take that, Sacha. Um <laughs> I think that really has brought an end to the troubles there. So ladies and gentle them, I hope everyone's ready.
0: Gentle them?
1: For, yes, for my six degrees of separation. Right. So... We're starting off. I'm really <laughs> nervous. <laughs> so <laughs> we are starting off with the classic 90s. Don't speak by no doubt.
0: Oh, Gwen Stefano.
1: The music video I remember was very like sepia tone. She had on that gorgeous blue and white number. Did she? She had on this gorgeous, like it was nearly four oh. length blue and white dress. It was like a navy blue with the white spots.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: Um. Now she's been cancelled for cultural appropriation, which I mean, Rightly about said. time. Does about time?
0: Why does everyone always forget that she hired four Japanese girls to follow her about and address them as love angel music baby"?
1: And everyone just went, "Yeah, that's normal."
0: That's normal. And then she wore a bindi.
1: Well, she has a bindi on in this music video. Um, but she also had on the lovely dress, so we'll forgive her, her sins <laughs> and her trespasses. Um them, so. not
0: forgotten, in the words of Jim core
1: <laughs> So, don't speak by no doubt, which was actually performed in week four of Fame Academy by Miss Quinn. Quinn,
0: yes, <laughs> and that was one of the first songs I burnt on LimeWire, Wire.
1: <gasps>
0: the live recording, and it was the first time I heard "Don't Speak." <laughs>
1: Was it really?
0: Yeah, because see, like, all these shows. Oh, so you're like,
1: sheltered.
0: See, like, pop stars, the rivals and all. Like, Nicola Roberts and Nadine Coyle just come out and sing the old, the old Whitney Houston's and the old Celine Dion's. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd heard them. And you all
1: thought that they were originals. Oh, I
0: thought they were originals.
1: Christ on a bike.
0: I told you, my mother's only CDs were... Cher. Cher and Schneider's And
1: Roy Gallagher.
0: And Smokey Robinson <laughs> living next door to Alice?
1: Alice?
0: Who the fuck's Alice?
1: What <laughs> <laughs> a great song. Anyway, Look, back, back on to track. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, "Don't Speak" by No Doubt was produced by one Mister Matthew Wilder. And I know him well. That name might not be familiar to you, but um, anyone who's listening over the age of forty will remember that he is the singer of the very famous song "Ain't Nothing Gonna Break in My Stride."
0: Stop it.
1: Uh huh. Oh uh-huh. unreal. I know, which was released in 1984. Yes. But in 2004, Break My Stride was covered by a band called Blue Lagoon, who Who? were a German pop group.
0: Oh, fuck off. Mm -hmm. Where did they come from?
1: Germany. They're German.
0: I know, but like, were they like German pop stars or?
1: They were, they were German pop stars. They were from Germany. Yep. But well, I mean, like, so, a reality show, no? Oh, no, no, no. Just from, like, you know, manu- one of the manufactured ones.
0: Well, I missed that one. I regret it deeply.
1: Well, now... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so the band Blue Lagoon, like I mentioned before, two seconds ago, were from Germany.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Germany. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're clutching the straws. Let's go. Germany. <laughs> What, what Germany got the Eurovision 1994?
1: <laughs> Germany, Germany has won Eurovision twice. <laughs> right, keep going. No. Germany has won Eurovision twice. Okay, once yeah. in 1982, and secondly in 2010. Okay, that's recent. The 2010 winner was Lena with the song "Satellite." Which we know and love, Matt, because we've danced to it so many times it's, around the living room.
0: Or the Kremlin. It's an absolute belter.
1: She sang in cursive, okay? <laughs> you remember? She had long uh, yeah. She kind of looked like Avril Lavigne.
0: Yeah.
1: She sang in cursive, which is a very popular style of mm-hmm. singing in recent years. Um, one of the most famous singers who if does s- the...
0: No. The, listen,
1: no, Matt, please. One of the most famous singers who sings in cursive is Halsey, okay? Yeah. Now, not to the extent that the kids on TikTok sing in cursive, but still, I I digress. Halsey's first album, Badlands, which was released in 2015, featured a cover of a very famous song by a very famous man.
0: This is all news to me. Matt
1: probably thought that it was the original, as we know.
0: I probably did, yeah.
1: Halsey covered Walk the Line by Mr. Johnny Cash.
0: Oh, I know Walk the Line. Come on of now. Of
1: course. True. Um... That song "Walk the Line" was first recorded in 1956, which was a hot minute ago. Um, now Johnny Cash was a great man; he was a very, very famous man. We what about everyone's granny loves him? You know Johnny he, and
0: June died like within a month of each other.
1: Yeah, like, gui- because it was the heartbreak.
0: But guinea pigs I had do the same. That
1: happened too. Yeah, <laughs>
0: guinea pigs do the same. And see if you live in Switzerland, it's illegal to have just one guinea pig. They need to be in pairs because they die of broken hearts. They're that close. Oh, my
1: God. I'll have to fact check that. No,
0: it's true. It's so June and Johnny Cash. They're like. Are
1: the guinea pigs of the deep South America? Yeah,
0: their hearts broken. They died. Oh, I
1: know. Well, anyway, back to when he was alive. (laughs) um, He was a very famous man. He was known for performing all over America at the height of the civil rights movement. Um, He was very focal on war and rights for all Americans and all people um performing in prisons and all. Um a year before he died, he covered the song Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Oh my
0: god, that that video broke me.
1: So sad, wasn't it? I remember coming out and going <gasps> and he looked
0: he looked like Captain Tom. He was so frail.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> like and he did such a good render like hurt by Nine Inch Nails yeah. is uh, honestly one of my favourite songs. That, Do you know
1: what's so funny? That whole album. I thought it was a Johnny Cash song and I'm slagging you.
0: No, loads of people would though. He did. I know,
1: that's true. He
0: had such a unique rendition of it and he really made it his own. Like, his voice breaks me when you hear him doing it. So, so And Because
1: he's just... He just would remind you of your granddad. I know. Because he was. He was the nation's granddad. He was the nation's sweetheart. Um. So, yes. A, a year before he died, just shy of a year before he died, he covered Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Um. Hurt by Nine Inch Nails was released exactly 94. one year. To the, exactly one year to the day after No Doubt released Don't Speak.
0: One, what so, Don't Speak was 93 and Hurt was 94?
1: No, Don't Speak was 95 oh. and Hurt was 96. I've lost the run myself. April the 17th. one One year to the day and um I've brought it full circle. That's my six degrees of separation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oc, are you serious? No. Man, I'm not doing this next week.
0: No, we're doing it every week until you get it. I'm joking. Are you serious? I'm joking.
1: So much. And you nearly made me cry because of your invention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that was actually really good. And I love you for bringing in Johnny Cash.
1: Thank you. See,
0: guys, we're not all just.
1: See, we went international there. We started off in. Uh, don't speak, and obviously we know Gwen Stefani is from New Delhi. Um, <laughs> we also we went we went to the restaurant. <laughs> we went to the Deep South. We went to where Nine Inch Nails from? They're American as well. Yeah. And here I am reading it in Ireland. Well, we've, we we've went international, much like Eurovision did in 2010 when they introduced Australia to the lineup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that Delta Goodrum hasn't represented them yet is beyond me.
1: I know. Well, they only did it once or twice.
0: She no, they're in it every year now. I think. Cause remember last year, Courtney Act made it through into, you know, like every country has their like their version
1: of. Britain's... No, actually, Matt, I don't remember that. No, why? Cause there was no fucking Eurovision last year, and see if there's not one uh... this year. See, oh, see the second weekend of May. It's First, You'll hear it's me. Not... It's it's always around like the fourteenth,
0: fifteenth. No. Because the first weekend of May <laughs> is what May Day. No, the Met Gala.
1: The Met Gala. Well, there would be no Met Gala this year. Because there's
0: been no fashion this year. There's
1: been no fashion because there's been no Met Gala. It's
0: just a vicious cycle that we're stuck in. See, this COVID stuff, it needs to stop soon.
1: I know. Can everyone just, like,
0: Sit in house. stop getting tested? <laughs> wear a mask. <laughs> and stay at home. Wear
1: a mask. Um. What does Jim core say? Don't fart.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Don't leave me breathless. <laughs>
0: don't <laughs> fart when you could shite. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just behave yourselves, please. Because like get... we're getting there. Vax. If
1: I don't get to see my chemical romance.
0: i am honestly, I'm just going to end this podcast right now. <laughs> so that is... For good, all of it. Forever. So that's been Mar- uh, Marzak. Music.
1: <laughs> that's been our Marzak episode. has You're talking in person. <laughs> uh
0: Music part two.
1: I'm really proud of myself. I know that you're not.
0: No, I am. I was really impressed by that.
1: I was really, really nervous. I can't
0: wait for our next six degrees of separation.
1: I can't do it again. I re- do you know I actually have a headache? I'm not even sure. Are your nerves away? Yeah.
0: How many are-
1: I'm sitting here shaking like a shit so dog. So
0: just a little insider information.
1: I'm just going to double check that that was actually six. Hang
0: on. <laughs> it's okay.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep.
0: Right. So... <laughs> For any of the listeners that don't know, Rebecca, God love her. She has her strengths, but she's not very good with the old computers and stuff, as we said earlier.
1: I'm so really not. I can
0: just imagine you sitting through Wikipedia for hours struggling. Do
1: you know what? It took me half an hour, right? So what are you going phone? about?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got there in the end. That was great. You brought me I see the minute this ends. I'm gonna put on I'm gonna Pour myself another whiskey and mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to Johnny Cash Hurt and stare out the window and smoke a fag pensively. Oh, well,
1: a smoke a fag inside though for extra effect. Yeah,
0: I'm on my mom might shout, but I'm in the conservatory. And also, I'm going to channel my inner little ED. So, really, we've come full circle.
1: We really have. Have you got a piano or a keyboard that you can just pound on? Uh,
0: that's a very personal question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Or oh, are we still on air? <laughs> Are you recording this? Yeah,
0: right. I'm done. Are you done? We're done.
1: I think I think um the last thing to say is just yeah, wear a mask and behave. Follow us on Instagram. Well no, we have a bit
0: we have uh, we have a bit of paperwork to do before we leave. We are the ceasefire babies. We've ceasefired. This is the end of episode four, five, six, whatever it is, the music part two. Yes, and I'm here too. (laughs) Next week is what's next week? You, you oh, two. next
1: week is around the corner.
0: School around the corner.
1: School around the corner. You're so excited very,
0: for this. Very, very
1: exciting. See,
0: I'm really going. I'm busy again this week because I'm having to stay on and work again. I'm saying it like I'm having to, but thank God they're having me for another couple of weeks.
1: This podcast is your job.
0: Yet, you, okay. I, it's not.
1: Okay, can you hear me?
0: Are you there? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm putting a lot of time into this and a lot of time into work, but I'm gonna have to rack my head this week to think about school memories. Because see, to be honest, I really don't remember anything from like three years ago. Like well, the,
1: you may get to remember. My mum's always
0: like, "Oh, so and so, you went to school with them," and I'm like, "Who are you even talking about?" I've blank
1: I have blocked out most of my school. There's memories, nothing called PTSD.
0: But... Like I'm just.
1: Well, oh, we're we're gonna get into it. Don't worry.
0: No, well, I'll try and open that. Um.
1: I'm going to name and shame every single one of my billies.
0: (laughs) Good. Matt Fox
1: is top of the list.
0: (laughs) And I will continue to be. Mm -hmm.
1: But no, yeah, I'm going to
0: have to open the can of worms there. And um, I think I'll stick to primary school because they might have been happier memories. I don't really remember. Yeah. I really don't remember school. And on a side note, anyone that's And it shows. (laughs) Fuck up. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) back to uni this year. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you think hearsay sang on Shade Melody or whatever for
0: And I'm going for my masters Thank you mm-hmm.
1: No um,
0: Yeah if anyone has any school memories or anything of the sort
1: Yes any funny um, Non-uniform We days? love
0: all the messages on Instagram They're very funny All the comments are great That so one the other good. day when I put up the post Post about um, Fighting firebombs in the workplace I don't
1: and everyone was like, yeah, we had to do that and it was just normal and it was just part yeah, of your job and you were like getting paid buttons. I was
0: like, there's one of our followers or listeners, but being like, yeah, we had to do it in Claire's. So I wasn't fucking doing it for three hour.'" <laughs> like,
1: No, and and they were right. They
0: were right. But yeah, so next week, school. Very excited for that. It finally putting a nail in the coffin of music. For the minute, we'll go back to it soon though, because there's a lot more.
1: I'm not doing this again. I'm going to be absent. I'm going to get a, a note <laughs> to excuse me from the next music. Look at her; she's
0: already on the school theme.
1: I can't talk about um, Hanson again no. or My Chemical Romance. Oh,
0: are you sure? now?
1: <laughs> well, we'll give it time.
0: But so yeah, next week we're doing we're doing school and also a wee special one for us, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Does anyone fancy spicing things up in the bedroom this Valentine's Day? (gasps) Sounds great, doesn't
1: it? It does, yeah. Tell me more. If you
0: join us next week, we are going to be talking all things burlesque with Andrea Begley.
1: Oh, of course. How could I forget? I
0: can't wait to hear her thoughts on that.
1: Neither can I.
0: Well, Rebecca, it's been a pleasure.
1: Matt, it's also been a pleasure. Love you a
0: long time. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs)